Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. Today's topic, how to increase the security and privacy of Android. Android is the dominant mobile operating system in the world, running on over 72% of mobile devices and running on over 39% of mobile devices in the US. That's a lot of Android devices. Your mobile device collects a lot of data about you and you store a lot of data on it and you access online data from it. So it's critical that you take the time to set your security and privacy settings. For some of the settings, I don't have a recommendation that's related to security or privacy, so I don't describe them as I go through here. For, for those, you can feel free to get the defaults or just choose them based on your preferences. I'm gonna go through a Google Pixel 3 running Android 10, but the settings and steps that you see may be different based on the device that you have and the version of Android that you're running. Each new version of Android includes new settings and may change your existing settings. So be sure to go through this guide each time that you upgrade Android to a new version. Now, so this is going to be easier to follow in text or in video than in a podcast. Um, so there is a video that um, I've posted as well, which will also be embedded in the blog post that goes along with this episode. You can find that at defendingdigital.com. Let's start by going through the Android settings. So to open the Android settings, simply tap the settings app. It has a gear icon. And we're going to go through those settings in order. So first tap on connected devices. If there are any connections that you're not using right now, such as Bluetooth, tap them and toggle them off and only enable connections when you truly need them. That limits the ways that your device could be compromised and limits how your location can be tracked. So in the top left, click the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen and then tap apps and notifications. Then tap see all apps and you'll see a different number based on how many apps you have installed. Then go through that app info list and for any that you don't truly need, tap the app, then tap uninstall. Many pre-installed apps can't be uninstalled, so you won't see an uninstall button. For those, you can tap disable to turn the app off and hide it from your device. In the top left, tap the back arrow and then tap permission manager. Tap each permission, so you'll see body sensors, calendar, etc., to see the apps with that permission. If any app shouldn't have the permission, tap it and then tap deny. In the top left, click the back, tap the back arrow and then get back to um, advanced, tap advanced, and then emergency alerts, and toggle on any emergency alerts that you want to receive. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, and then tap display. Tap screen timeout, and then choose a short period of time. I recommend one minute or less. When you add a screen lock later, this will cause the screen to lock after a short period of idle time, which prevents others from using your device. Go back to the display screen, then tap advanced, then lock screen display, then lock screen. I recommend choosing don't, definitely don't put your home address. I recommend putting a phone number and or email address. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, then tap privacy. Tap autofill service from Google. If you want your device to automatically fill in personal info, addresses, and passwords for you. If you have this enabled, but you want to disable it, I'll tell you how in a couple minutes. Go back to the privacy screen, then tap advanced, then activity controls. I recommend that you toggle off as many as possible to reduce the amount of data Google collects about you. And I cover these controls in the Google account security and privacy guide, which you can find at defendingdigital.com and then click on guides at the top. Go back to the privacy screen, then tap ads, toggle on opt out of advanced or of ads personalization. This reduces the amount of data that Google collects about you. Go back to the privacy screen, then tap usage and diagnostics. 
I generally like to share data that helps make software and services better, as long as my data is anonymized. If you prefer, you can toggle this off. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, then tap location. If you don't want to use location at all, you can toggle off use location. Note that location must be on for find my device to work. That lets you remotely lock, locate, and wipe or erase your device. Tap Wi-Fi and Bluetooth scanning. I recommend toggling these off unless you truly need accurate location. If you toggle these on your device, if you toggle these on, then your device can use Wi-Fi and Bluetooth signals for location, even when you've turned off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, and then tap Security. Tap Google Play Protect, and then the gear icon in the top right. Toggle on Scan Apps with Play Protect and Improve Harmful App Detection. Go back to the security screen and then tap Find My Device. I recommend toggling that on. It allows you to remotely lock, locate, and wipe or erase your device if it becomes lost or stolen. Go back to the security screen and then tap Security Update if you see it. If it shows an available update, install it. Go back to the security screen and then tap Screen Lock. Setting a password here is best, but because it's annoying to type a password on a mobile device, consider setting a pattern or a pin. Ensure that the pattern is complex, multiple points, and that the pin is at least six digits. The longer, the better. Go back to the security screen and then tap Fingerprint. You can choose to use your fingerprint along with another screen lock method. Go back to the security screen, then tap Advanced, then Encryption and Credentials. If you don't see Encrypted showing up there, um, then tap it to enable encryption. Encrypting your device is one of the best things you can do to secure it because it means that if someone steals it, they won't be able to see or copy data off of it. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, then tap Accounts. Android is meant to be used with a Google account. If you sign into a Google account, you'll have many more options. However, you can use an Android device without a Google account. Another option is to create a separate Google account that you use just for Android and don't use for anything else. Here, you can toggle automatically sync data if you want apps to automatically sync with accounts. If you toggle it off, you can still manually sync accounts. Tap an account at the top, then tap account sync to customize what's synchronized. Toggle off any items that you don't need synced to your device. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, then tap Google. Tap Account Services, then Connected Apps. You'll see the apps and devices connected to your Google account. If any should be disconnected, tap them and click Disconnect. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the Account Services screen, then tap Search Assistant and Voice, then Google Assistant. Google Assistant is, well, Google's digital assistant, the equivalent of Amazon's Alexa and Apple's Siri. In order to work, Google Assistant sends a lot of data about what you say, type, and do to Google. If you don't want to use it, tap the Assistant tab and scroll down to Assistant Devices. Tap your device, then toggle off Google Assistant. And here's a quote from Google. Quote, anyone who is near your Google speaker or display device can request information from it. And if you have given your device access to your calendars, Gmail, or other personal information, people may be able to ask your device about that information depending on your personal results settings and voice match settings. 
Google employees and trusted third parties can also access your conversation history in line with Google's privacy policy. End quote. If you want to use Google Assistant, go back to the Account Services Search Assistant and Voice screen and configure the settings in Google Assistant and Voice. If your child will be using this device, you can go back to the Google screen and tap Parental Controls to set up Google Family Link. It lets you control content, apps, and screen time. In the top left, tap the back arrow until you're back to the settings screen, then tap System. If you previously enabled autofill service from Google to automatically fill in personal info, addresses, and passwords, and now you want to disable it, you can tap Languages and Input, then Advanced, then Autofill Service, and Autofill Service again, and then select None. Tap Backup. So this would be back on the system screen. Tap Backup, and then toggle on Backup to Google Drive, unless you'd be using a different backup service. If you're running Android 9, Pi, or later, Google cannot see your backup data. A couple of quotes from Google's documentation. Quote, if your backups are uploaded in Google, they're encrypted using your Google account password. For some data, your phone's screen lock pin, pattern, or password is also used for encryption. And another quote, this decryption key is encrypted using the user's lock screen pin slash pattern slash passcode, which isn't known to Google. By design, this means that no one, including Google, can access a user's backed up application data without specifically knowing their passcode. End quote. Some other advice on using Android, updating apps. Because app updates often fix security vulnerabilities, you should install them as soon as they're available. You can open the Google Play app, then tap the menu. It's the hamburger icon, the three horizontal lines in the top left. Then tap settings, then notifications, and toggle on updates. Tap the back arrow in the top right to go back to settings, then tap auto update apps. Set it to over Wi-Fi only. But if you rarely connect to Wi-Fi, set it to over any network. Whenever your device shows that updates are waiting to be installed, install them. Text messages, SMS messages, are not secure. If you're communicating about anything sensitive or confidential, you should consider a secure private messaging app such as Signal or Wire. Android anti-malware. If you're careful, you probably don't need anti-malware or antivirus software to protect your Android device. But if you want it, I've got a list of Android device anti-malware that has the best test results from the independent test labs AV Comparatives and AV Test. So here they are in alphabetical order. Avast Mobile Security, AVG Antivirus for Android, Avira Antivirus Security for Android, Bitdefender Mobile Security, F-Secure Safe, G-Data Mobile Security, Kaspersky Internet Security for Android, McAfee Mobile Security, and Trend Micro Mobile Security. These are all free except Bitdefender Mobile Security, F-Secure Safe, and Kaspersky Internet Security for Android. And I have links to all of these in the blog post that goes along with this episode at defendingdigital.com. Bitdefender's software has consistently earned high ratings from multiple organizations over the years, and I recommend it. Uh, you can learn more about Bitdefender Mobile Security at defendingdigital.com slash go slash bitdefender dash mobile. Using Android safely. Install all software updates for Android and apps as soon as they're available. You should set your device to do this automatically. We've already gone through those settings, but also watch for any update prompts. Be careful what permissions you grant to apps. When an app asks for access to your camera, microphone, contacts, location, etc., think carefully about whether it truly needs that permission. You can always grant the permission later if you change your mind. 
get your apps from Google Play. Getting apps from outside Google Play, such as from a third-party website, is riskier. Don't use public Wi-Fi for anything sensitive because you're using an insecure, untrusted network. Instead, use your device's mobile cellular data or use a VPN, virtual private network, to protect your traffic when using public Wi-Fi. I like Proton VPN. Chrome is a secure browser, but certainly not a private one given how much Google can monitor how you use Chrome. Seriously consider using a more private browser, such as Firefox or Firefox Focus, Brave, or DuckDuckGo privacy browser. If you use Chrome as your browser, the default for Android, follow my Chrome security and privacy guide. You can find links to all these things at defendingdigital.com. Disable connections when you don't need them, such as Bluetooth, NFC, and Wi-Fi. You can easily do this in quick settings. This decreases your attack surface. It limits the ways your device could be compromised and also limits how your location can be tracked. Regularly delete unnecessary apps. This decreases your attack surface. Android is part of the Google ecosystem, so be sure to follow the Google Account Security and Privacy Guide also at defendingdigital.com and click on Guides. Rooting an Android device makes it less secure because it removes many of the protections built in by Google, so avoid rooting. Manufacturers of Android devices vary in how quickly they push updates and how long they support devices. Whenever possible, choose a Google Pixel phone because Google updates them quickly. Also, they have less junk installed than devices from third-party manufacturers. You can buy a refurbished or used phone to save money. Erase your Android device before you sell or donate it. If you haven't already, make sure that you encrypt your device. We've already gone through that. And before you give it away or sell it, make sure that you do a factory reset. That's in Settings, System, Advanced, Reset Options, Erase All Data, Factory Reset. That's all for today. You can learn more about increasing your security and privacy on several types of systems at defendingdigital.com and click on Guides. If you are enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you would tell a friend about it. Just send them a link or uh, tell them to go search in their favorite podcast app or site for Defending Digital. Thanks.